not to be like the world and not to be like the great majority of American Christians, but to be like Jesus Christ. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. You can't say amen. You ought to say ouch. Hello, humble bees. Welcome to Tulips and Honey. Hi, humble bees. Welcome back to Tulips and Honey. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm joined today by my super sweet co-host, Becca. And we have a third co-host today. That's right. The resident brother bee himself, Becca and Patrick, joining me today. I'm super pumped. Yay! Buzz buzz all. <laughs> That's right. We have a brother B today because we are going to be dealing with a whole lot of scripture. We're very thankful for Patrick. This is actually Patrick's idea. And so all of the hate mail can all go straight to him if you to don't Patrick? like this episode. That's right. We, I we won't even this. bother Clementine. Yeah. I love that he like Patrick that you're on because we have had issues, even like on our group you know, a uh, Facebook page as well as even on Instagram. And he's seen that and he came up with this idea to have this episode about, um, do you want to tell him what it is? Yeah, do uh, it, do it, do it. it it's, it's about uh, discernment. And uh, when someone attacks a teacher that you might like, uh, maybe it's okay to let it go. <laughs> maybe. Let it go. Yeah. Or realize that go. they're blasphemous heathens who are wolves in sheep's clothing and you should disavow everything that they've said because uh, they're abomination unto the Lord. That's blasphemy. Blasphemy. Yes. We have a whole right section here. of I know all the memes. Yes. <laughs> you do know all the memes. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to input that right here. Yep. <laughs> Which we have a whole section on for that. <laughs> we so do. we'll just put yes. Paul Washer in that whole section. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. Yeah. Just like 15 minutes of Paul Washer saying blasphemy over and over again. And then like pictures of like Joyce Meyer and Joel Osteen and stuff. We could do that. We can make that happen. I love this. So the episode, To Judge or Not to Judge. Yes. Love this. Yeah. So we do get quite a bit of messages. And I, I find it ironic. Becca and I were just talking about this the other day. Whenever we were doing the Name That Heresy, we got a lot of pushback. People were saying this is just not, this isn't balanced. You know, you're only talking about the negative. You're not giving any of the positive. But ironically enough, now that we're doing Name That Theologian, I haven't heard from anybody who thinks you're only doing the positive. You're not doing any of the negative. So it's really interesting how that works. <laughs> right? It's it doesn't true. ever seem, yeah, it doesn't seem to go both ways. So we got pushback even before that, too, That's on true. some of our funny uh, memes that we had. Oh, how dare you be funny? That is not acceptable. <laughs> I don't you know, in what, the what church? Is, yeah, no, that's that's no. not something that we Can't do. Bother. You're not allowed to be funny because <laughs> you're just you're making fun of people, and that's not loving. And there's nowhere in scripture where a specific prophet makes fun of other prophets before they all die. <laughs> so yeah. there's no biblical precedence for sarcasm either. Paul doesn't. Is, is your God on the toilet? I love, love that. Us. <laughs> love that. Yes. Come on. That's why we can't but, divorce the Old Testament from the New Testament. Put put downs right there. Right. And and I really I we've said this to people before because we want them to understand that like we we both come out of and Patrick, you come out of Catholicism, right? So like I, it, I it, I'm sure it comes like the same to you. If you don't laugh, you'll cry like all the right. time. Like it's it, it is to the point where you just want to be like I don't know how much more of this I can take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've given my testimony before uh, for the high school group. And of course, uh, any group that I talk to, I, I always want to present a gospel message. But just talking about, 
the ritualization of the sacrifice of Christ again at, at week after week after week. Um, I, I always kind of get choked up on that, just understanding the not only the blasphemy of it, but just the hopelessness of it. But there are millions and millions of people that still continually believe that this is their only hope of lifting them up for that whatever period of time. And mm-hmm. they could go go out of the church uh, uh, right after taking communion, stub their toe, uh, you know, take the Lord's name in vain, and boom, they're on their way to hell again. Why not just stay in church and continuously eat wafer crackers for right. the rest of your life? Yeah. Yeah, seriously, that yeah. is so that's so hopeless sounding. Just like you said, yeah. that, that just there's no hope in that. And yeah. even just to hear the stories of like what they do with the wafers, like what if you throw up? Well, there's. Oh right, yeah. Because you they have to like story. put it in this little hole <laughs> to to bury little, it. Yeah, the sepulchre too. Uh, th- there's actually a, an old story that uh, you probably should dig up uh, because it involves uh, bees and honeys, uh, where um, a, a, a peasant farmer takes one of the communion wafers and puts it into his bee farm to bless the bees because you know it's Jesus, and uh, the bees stopped producing honey, and he had to go out and found opened up the uh the beehive and found that they were all bowing down in worship to the <laughs> communion <wafer. laughs> it's, it was a true story and so they had to get the priest out to come and remove it but i want to know like what did they do with it they're like oh all right right what wow that's uh, literally the holiest little piece of bread in yeah the I, I mean it, it is the the body of christ it, be, it becomes yeah. transubstantiation <laughs> to the, the body and we right, can yeah. call down christ from his throne that he sits on that Hebrews one sell, tells us that uh, you know he, he ever lives to give intercession for us there, but no, no, uh, a man has the ability to call him down, and how is that not blasphemy? Right, right. Exactly. I mean that's that's like referring to Jesus as bro, you know? Like, yes. Oh yeah. gosh, my my, and my in, boyfriend. <laughs> yes, yeah. and in both situations, you have people who think that they are in command of Jesus Christ because. In in the Word of Faith movement, everybody thinks that they're God, they're little gods. They're going to be able to tell him. You don't point. ask, you great tell him. Point. And the, yeah, and here in Catholicism, you have them calling down, and that can be really, really difficult day in yeah. and day out to consider these things or to know people that are in the Catholic uh, faith. Like our, our brother Tom over at uh, Ex Catholic for Christ, we I talk back and forth to him I, all the time about how he's. He's having to read these things. He's having to address these things. He's having to read their books and everything because then he, he you know, takes them apart and explains them. And I'm like, right. this must be really difficult for you to yeah. have to continue to go back and forth. And he's like, it really is. But, you know, it's worth it to him because at least he's he's able to do this. But for for all of us involved in ministering to people who are stuck in cults or cult-like churches, it does get really, really heavy, like it can yeah. be heavy on you. So we try to lighten it up with some laughs, but boy golly, if you were not raised in a cult or a false church and you just grew up happy, pappy Baptist land or whatever it is, you're not going to understand <laughs> why it's we want to laugh a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think we get some of the biggest pushback from people that are, um, been reformed for a long time. Yeah. And, mm. but they have no idea. The, right. the stuff that we come out of, uh, some of them won't even know who Brian Houston is, Bill Johnson. Um, Which doesn't like, that still always trip you up that, that you're thinking of a different Bill Johnson? So you're like, wait, what did he say? Oh, nope, the, a different one. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Every time. Like with yeah. Bill Johnson and he'll come on, I'll be like, wait, what? 
Yeah. No. Okay. We're yeah. good. We're good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I know. And Bill Johnson or Bethel starting to promote more of their stuff and it keeps getting my recommended. <laughs> and they, so that's, that's new that they've been doing that. It's gonna they just want you to debunk it more. That's it. They're, it's yes. only helping you. It, it's just out there now. So that's a good point. Lord, okay, we could the, watch one and then we can break it apart. No, I watched five Mystery minutes Science of him and my ears bleed. Yeah. I can't do it. I just can't <laughs> listen to them. Okay. I do have to make this quick segue just as a warning really quickly to our parents. Because that reminded me that last night Kaylee was watching one of her favorite YouTubers. Obviously, we have like a lot of controls. But in the corner was an ad commercial and the man was completely naked what and there was a little blur but he's still there That's and terrible. she brought it you know she was like she brought it up she was like Mom. i was like what the heck That's are you freaking kidding me and i mean yeah. i got like super crack i was super upset all of the ghetto came right. back there was no <laughs> no like calmness at all i was just like why it, you know that this is a kid's channel yeah you know my, my that reminded earlier this week my niece and nephew were watching something on youtube and across the screen it said kill yourself mm. and they came and showed it to us so a bunch of hackers come in and have been adding it to the what mm. is those youtube videos of like elsa and spider-man oh yeah <laughs> elsa gate yeah, yeah that's, some, <laughs> elsa that's some nasty stuff yeah it's supposedly wow. youtube has done away with that but yeah i i, I manage a a, a, a pretty uh, prosperous um uh, christian channel and uh we'll, we'll get uh comments about uh why why are you guys showing ads for um uh judaism in, in this it's like yeah why why would the algorithm be like ah oh, right? th- this is fine this is good right that's this one <laughs> yeah and then you get hit with pushback where people are like why are you well, listen i have no control over that but yeah can you do your swedish chef again swedish chef do it again <laughs> Patrick, can you do it? Borgie, Georgie, Borgie. That's true. I apologize to the two Swedish people that are watching us. They're not watching are anymore. They? <laughs> <laughs> they I, I just said something very offensive. Yeah. What does your shirt say, by the way? Oh, uh, no springs. It's uh, it's coily. From the best uh, short in uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, there's a, a guy who uh, wants to go golfing, but he has to recoil the couch that his wife wants him to. And he goes, "Boy, I I wish there wasn't any springs." And Coily pops up, and he's like, <laughs> "What's that? You don't want any springs? All right, no springs." And he removes all the springs from the planet. No springs. <laughs> all the springs. Oh, oh snap. And and it's about this guy trying to go golfing without any springs, and he learns the value of springs. <laughs> like that, what episode is that? Um, oh man, it's please it's a, it's a me. it's a Mike episode. I'll 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 have to get it to you. Yeah, please send that to me. Uh, but then he's like trying to open the car door, and it falls apart because there are no springs. And Coley, you hear Coley's voice going, <laughs> "No springs, boo <laughs> boo." <laughs> it's like what what power does Coley have? And Coley seems to be like. Uh, you know all powerful because he can remove all springs and then like the host segment is about um uh, how how prevalent are like other sprites like could you be like no mike socks is like well wait if mike doesn't exist does mike socks doesn't exist that's, that's <laughs> that's awesome. i like this a lot so, this really funny. yeah i mean okay. fa- talk about facebook ads getting you um i was like <laughs> 25 bucks you got it i don't care what it's that is 
Oh, geez. How do they know? Yeah. How do the Facebook ads know what I've been talking about that I want to buy? I know. Have you guys been noticing, like, like in our, like, regular conversations with anybody, and I'm not even doing anything with my phone, and all of a sudden, an ad will appear by something that I was talking about, and I'm like, oh. Are you listening? Yeah. To me? Like or theory. Conspiracy theorist said that you were. <laughs> I was that conspiracy theorist like a few years ago. So I just want to prove, like, just point out that I was right that the phones are. Were you a flat earther? No, I was never a flat earther. Thank goodness. <laughs> I like um, how that's one of our things you can't be in our group. <laughs> yeah. No, no blasphemy. No flat earthers. That's all I. Have. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about that, though, Patrick, whenever we get to that point, because okay. I know that you mentioned to me that you, you specifically were at one point targeting their, their groups so that you could, like, sure. I don't know, teach truth to them. I'd like to hear about that pushback yes. whenever we get to that point. So whenever it comes up in the conversation, like if you get to the point where you're like, hey, you know what? This is about that flatter stuff. Just break up yeah. in there because I might forget. Oh, but. man, I, I've got so many examples just from the two ministries that I'm involved with mine and, and the pastors that I work for. Oh, geez. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. That's what I want. I want to give, I want like all of your examples because Becca and I already know ours. So um, we want to hear your examples as we yeah. go through. If you see yeah, I've got good that... dispensationalist examples too. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Hey, we're in for it. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless your heart. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, um, we'll edit those parts out so you don't get too much hate mail. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> viewers are, are viewers hardcore. viewers yes. the, the, uh, I, to sidetrack once again the, uh the, the, there's there's literally one person that comments on on all our posts and he's an unbeliever who's like uh you know you know this is wrong uh you're magic sky fairy and he he, he 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 made a message one time where i was like well did you even watch the video he goes no i don't give you i i i i, I get enough information out of uh, your, like your, your title and, and what you put is, is the, uh, s- summary. I don't, I don't give, uh, your like view bot, uh, any stuff. And so I just cut that, cut, cut that comment from him every time he makes a comment towards my post and just paste his own words back so that <laughs> people will be like, huh, I wonder what his response is. Oh, he didn't even watch the video. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, That's a I'm, good idea though. I'm trolling the troll. You got to troll the troll. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna remember that. That is fantastic. Yes. But no, I mean, I, I hope he comes to faith in Christ because he needs Jesus. Amen. Right, of course. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, well, that's that's the goal. But if he's not listening, then it makes. But it Patrick a is Patrick is figuring out the algorithm. He's just making it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, you know, uh, not only is the flat flat Earth not flat, it's actually cubed. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that's yeah, what secret NASA secret NASA has taught me. I'm sure that that is literally a thing. I'm sure that there's somebody somewhere who actually believes that. If I have actually typed in um, weirdest conspiracies online right now, Ooh. and you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> you don't want to go down it. Mm-mm. I'm good. Now I want to do it. You know, it's like, like George Bush is related to Obama and all that. Oh, I mean, gosh. I'm just like, okay, I got to. I got to do something more productive with my time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I hear something like, weird happens if you share a lot of Cave to the Cross apologetic videos. I, I don't know what that's about. But that's true. Something happens it. at 3.22 a.m. And, it, and it's not a Eastern rooster time? lady without legs. Like, it's not It's not that lady. Did you say Eastern time? <laughs> Eastern time, yeah. The Eastern only time, time, technically, uh, if, you, yeah. if, if you understand my meanings. <laughs> Boom, boom. <laughs> Seriously, though, I thought this morning when I woke up, okay, this is this is my yes. problem. 
we went to, you know, look at all the dinosaurs. We only drove a couple hours, but we managed to drive into a new time zone. Mm-hmm. And my phone switched to the new time zone, but never switched back when we got home. And so all, the whole the whole day yesterday, I was so confused. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, it's one o'clock, and then it's boom, it's two o'clock. I'm like, what? What? And what? Where? What? What is? What's? Because this happens to me. Like, I have no, I have no ability to figure out like how much time is passing at any given time. It's one of my <laughs> because it's North my, Dakota. But like when <laughs> even brain, time, even time wants to leave North Dakota. I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're out. <laughs> time, time looked at that negative thirty. It was like, nope. No, it's like wait closer to montana you got it you got it it's at least a little bit nicer over there but this morning i did wake up and i was like i can snooze for a little bit and i looked over at my phone and becca texted me and she was like okay i'm getting ready and i was like wait what yes i have to write all three down like i just do it and then we're all going to be different well you guys are going to be different next week we don't have a time Uh. We don't have to do like time change. I mean, once again, cool. the government telling us what time is. Is, is there it. any? Is there any worse? Right. Another revolution. Dis- disrespect, right there. Just because absolute of, disrespect. Because of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's right. We do. We need another revolution just to stop this yeah. nonsense that's confusing people, and I'm already one, confused all the time. One done non-violently and through prayer. Oh, <laughs> nice little addition yes. so that we don't get yeah. any weird hate mail. Yeah, and guns. That's uh, right. Just, just for funsies. Yeah, for funsies. well, you have to have the gun yeah. there just in case, but just nonviolent. Okay, guys, nonviolent. Right. Exactly, nonviolence. <laughs> that's what we. That's what we said. I don't know how you guys ended up thinking that you should be violent. Anyways, oh, yeah. um, nothing ever happened with Area Fifty One, so I no longer trust any of you people to do anything of value. Yeah. So. I saw no aliens. You guys didn't even get through the gate. Nope. I don't trust you guys. Sorry, internet. Sorry, internet. <laughs> totally lost bad. my trust. We're going to talk about slander now because um, Area 51 <laughs> makes me sad. This is where it's the true. episode's starting, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. This is where it starts. That's <laughs> yes, to right. judge or not to judge. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Or not to judge. The first thing that we're going to talk about whenever it comes to whether or not we're going to judge is the accusation of slander. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because this is a very prevalent accusation. So if you come out and you warn people about a false teacher, if you are judging their judging righteously their false teaching, not them personally, that's a thing that seems to constantly be repeated. They're nice people. Well, I'm sure that there are lots of nice people all over the world, but there are no good people because everybody is wretched. So stop saying that. Um, but we're constantly being told you're slandering this person because you're warning about something. So we're going to give you the definition and some verses that will explain what slander actually is so that you can make sure that you, one, don't do it, and two, stop telling me that I'm doing it whenever I'm actually not. Right. So take it away. Becca, if you'll give the definition, and then Patrick, if you'll go over some of these verses, that would be excellent. Oh, man. Yes. Slander. <laughs> Homework. Homework. <laughs> What is that etymologically? Etymology? Etymology. So etymologically, a doublet of scandal. So etymology, remember we used to do those segments where we would take the words apart? That's what that was. I don't know how to do etymologically. I can say that. What is the etymology of etymologically? Right? Okay, so it's an accusation (laughs) maliciously uttered with the purpose or effect of damaging the reputation of another. Um, it's, I know that it's so high um, on God's list of wrongs that it's in the um, 
Ten Commandments, Exodus twenty sixteen. Very good. Very true. Well done. Well spoken. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> she did her part. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, I also looked up the dictionary. It means the, the action or crime of making a false spoken statement damaging um, to a person's reputation. Um, then there's libel, uh, which is a it's a published uh, written statement, I believe. Um, so it's a little bit different. Yep. Yep. I used to work for lawyers and I remember hearing about this kind of stuff all the time and how like it's almost. It's it's almost like a gray area legally where, you know, you may get a good judge that says such and such, but you may get, you know, the judge in such and such place and, and then you're going to lose. So, yeah, it's a really interesting, legally um, weird thing. But biblically, we know exactly what it's talking about. Patrick, what do you think? Which verse are you going to give us? Because there was too many for us to list here. But <laughs> listeners, they right. are all, all down in the the descriptions below you can you can read through all these verses if you want to do a little bit more biblical study but yeah would you you pick which one do you want to talk about yeah uh leviticus nineteen sixteen. you shall not go around as a slander among your people and you shall not stand up against the life of your neighbor i am yahweh um and it's just it, it, it's it's one about uh being tempered in your speech um but also uh is is there truth there and I think in, in our context, this, the, the Leviticus passage speaks well because um, uh, the the Israelites at the time uh, were, were God's chosen people to represent him. Um, they were a, a people of, of the temple to represent God. And then, uh, you know, th- there was um, a, a mirroring effect within um, uh, the, the temple ordinances, and then it was to reflect the temple uh, worship in heaven. And so uh, people were supposed to be drawn to uh, Yahweh through um, through the Israelites. And uh, one of the ways was to have the law that separated them from absolutely everyone around them. So uh, things like, uh, that's where the no cutting of the flesh, uh, tattoos, um, and, 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 and uh, sewing different uh, grains of the field and uh, having different fibers in their clothes. It was all done in, in a, a civil magistrate to, to, uh, to separate the people, to make them look so completely different than the baby murderers around them, the blasphemers, the uh, false idolaters, the, the, uh, the, the fornicators. Um, and so uh, that carries over into our own uh, life as, as priests of, of Jesus Christ. And so, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, uh, the, the, the Christian is not supposed to slander. They're not supposed to speak falsely against somebody. So, um, as always, we want to uh, make sure that we're uh, uh, touching back on not just what the world says you can't do, which is say uh, these mean words. Uh, those mean words are off limits. Um, and, you know, there's a difference between uh, poking the bear and then uh, speaking truth in in either uh, truth and love. And that truth and love can be also, you know, a tearing of the Band-Aid, uh, if, if you will. Um, and we should we should we should. Um, um, call out uh well we probably haven't gotten there yet so um we, we should we should speak truthfully and our, our we we should uh be as gracious as possible in our understanding of what people write what they say and um represent that the best that we can even even if we may disagree and we think that there may be another uh take to it uh we should always be willing to say now they could mean this and that's a little better that's a little wonky 
uh, here's how I'd rephrase it, or here's what's wrong about. That was that was perfect. Yeah, exactly yes. how you explained that. It's one of the things that uh, we've constantly cautioned people about whenever we're talking about this type of thing, especially when it comes to discernment, is to make sure that your heart is in the right place. Because even as believers, sometimes we can get really especially like what we were talking about at the very beginning. Okay. We came out of these movements and if we let our hearts get too heavy, we can get very frustrated with the fact that these false teachers that have been proven to be false teachers, they've been proven to be wolves. They just get rebranded and thrown back out there like Todd Bentley and, 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 What's his name? Something Baker or whatever. Um, yeah, they Baker. Just keep the yeah. same things over and over again. Yeah, they were and it can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until exactly, and so we have to like make sure that we check our heart before we even decide. Even if you're saying something that's true and right, and it's not slanderous, you need to make sure that you're saying it in love, like Patrick was saying, lovingly and graciously, and make sure that you're not actually going out there to get somebody, and and that your heart in this is that you want to see the lost saved and the deceived. To, to receive truth. And that's like the, the most important. So even, even breaking it apart from the slander, you might be saying something not slanderous, but you still might be sinning. So we, we got to make sure that we watch our, watch our own hearts in this. But the, the point of slander, like Patrick was saying, is that you're saying something falsely about someone. So Patrick, do you have any examples of times whenever you were not speaking falsely and you still got called slander? Because I've been called a slander <laughs> by somebody and I was like, okay, there's, that's a serious, a serious accusation of sin. Oh, so, like, do you have any examples of that? Have you been accused of that? Because I know that it was really uh, discouraging to hear it. Yeah, and and I'll I'll pick one for my own life so that uh, that I can uh, put myself in the most negative light possible. Um, so I I have a a desire to uh, see the church live differently than. Uh, the the American version of itself. Uh, I, I I believe we're part of the universal church, part of God's kingdom. Uh, we're to be a part of this world, but separate from it as well. Um, and so I I sometimes uh, take uh, take heed or want others to take heed when the church, when the local church, when the universal church is propping up uh, or supporting. Uh, uh, different nations for the sake of of it's it's not even nationalism is because that's politically charged right now. Uh, right. But as far as uh, things like uh, flag worship and and mm-hmm. country worship, it, it gets to that point I think where I don't think we're uh, um, setting ourselves up t- to be the best representatives for God when we say, you know, uh, when we isolate ourselves to just the nation that we're, we're proud of. And th- there, there are people like C.S. Lewis that have written a book about, um, you know, a, a good Christian is, is someone who's patriotic. And, and I take uh, is- issue with that. Um, and, and there's, I think, good discussion to be had. But there are, there are, there are um, events that I think we as American Christians here um, tend to tend to say, oh, God, God is blessing this. Um, uh, when you know soldiers go over and, and and fight a war, we say that they're fighting for our freedoms. But then that's just that's just a platitude. And so I'll I'll voice these concerns and say, hey, we need to be careful because you know what's happening over here is a war crime, where uh, you know hundreds of thousands of of children are dying from lack of water, and we're helping that. So right. what, what, you know, what, what are we saying when we say, you know, uh, God bless our troops and, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. And man, 
you couldn't you couldn't even frame that correctly uh with people it's you know you you, yep. you hate your country and mm-hmm. uh you you can't stand uh, my brother you know went over there and fought and died or you know whatever it might be so um it's it's that inability to to listen to what's being said and even mm-hmm. if you disagreed with it um uh accurate, accurately representing what the person says right um so that that that's what i've personally have have been charged with wow yeah. i i have that same concern that like the like the re- politics of religion the religion of politics there you go that's exactly what what idol i worshiped at like of course i was word of faith and and that was important but i spent 90% of my days in in politics and so i really get concerned about that now as a believer whenever i see that sort of trickle in and so i i i'm fascinated by how angry people get when you point that out like you can't say anything about those things to the majority of christianity yeah. today it's like a it's like a unpopular unpopular opinion if yeah you i really mean really want to but, get hit hard when 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 i when i say that uh that i believe and, and and this is only a personal conviction i don't hold anybody else to it that standing for the pledge and and saying the pledge uh on top of that is an uh, is a form of idolatry that i i personally don't feel that i can take part in so while i might stand there i won't say anything and i've been called out for that before i say well i don't i don't really uh, do what the pledge says. So why would I say that? So I'm trying to be truthful. And I'm also trying not to make a scene being like, ah, look at me. I'm, you know, ruining this thing for everybody. It's like, no, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll stand. But at, at some point in time that, that you know, if, if I don't, um, I, I, I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to do that. Just as if you're convicted that you're, you believe that you should only sing Psalms and you're, you're a right. exclusive psalmicity that that's uh, you know let let every person be subject to their own consciousness mm-hmm. you know i i won't call you uh you know uh, uh, a heathen for for not singing you know uh mercy me is uh, you know i can only imagine uh, <laughs> <Right>. you <know? laughs> but, but but and that's one of the things is we need to take this the the whole view of scripture into account and and i i honestly believe that the christian life should be one uh, yes, uh, subjected to to the to the rule of Christ, but it should be one that is like James two, uh, seen in a balance that yeah. we're of the world but not a part of the world. That we that we uh, need money but we're not lovers of money. That we um, that we um, recognize our sin but that we're haters of sin. Uh, throughout Scripture, we see a balance that 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 we're called to, and and this 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 uh, way that we need to. Uh, reflect our lives i think uh would 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 be best um viewed by uh the culture around us and and i think that's what christ wants from us too because yeah. as we all know too coming from a reform perspective there there are people that take umbrage with cage stage and will call you know uh molinists uh, uh uh brothers in christ out as being uh you know damned heretics and it's like mm-hmm whoa 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 not, i yeah. mean you know not even reformers would believe that and you're saying right. no we, you know we need this or what bible translation you use uh yep. you know uh, it's just it's 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 a it's a unnecessary division that mm-hmm. we make and and these are uh, people too that might want to create division um for the sake of their version of the gospel but it also might be people that uh you know who who, who want us to not call out false teaching because we're judging, but at the same time they're judging as well. I know I'm probably skipping right. a little bit. 
No, 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 no. That was perfect. I think it's so helpful. Even like uh, Ray Comfort, I, know, I remember one of his books or, or maybe one of his videos, he talks about how when he first got saved because he was a surfer and he wore Levi's all the time. When he got saved for like two years, he felt like to wear Levi's was sinful. Like to him, he could not do that. And he uses this as an example a lot whenever he's talking about things like this to this nature where he never required anybody else to stop wearing Levi's. Like he never said, okay, if you wear Levi's, then you're sinning because to me, that's a sin. But eventually after a couple of years, he was comfortable wearing Levi's. I don't know if he does now. because Levi's are amazing. (laughs) But I think, I think that that's so helpful whenever you explain this, this balance is why we want to, we really want to do that episode about the two kingdom uh, theology. started reading that back through it is it's good but Mm -hmm. it's it's important and it's helpful if we're going to to take a balanced view Mm -hmm. of all of these different things to remember that just because you're saying oh hey you know I'm uncomfortable with saying this pledge if I if I don't mean it and I don't I don't feel like this is for me something that would be appropriate why is it that the people around us feel the need to immediately jump to the defensive? Like they're not just saying that they they, they disagree, but they need you to agree with them, right. or they're going to they're going to leave, they're going to walk away. And so we have that issue where people are saying, "Okay, well, um, we're I'm not going to join your your group anymore. We're not going to I'm not going to talk to you ever again because we disagree with this one small yeah, issue." I know it just goes zero to sixty. It does. Yeah. It's very emotional. And so, um, I know this is probably going to get me in a lot of trouble, but you know, I I've said this to a lot of women, like, okay, we, I know that we're more naturally emotional, but at some point we have to, we have to think logically about these things and that I, now I get it. Like that people are always telling husbands, don't ever say that to your wives when they're angry. And I never understood. <laughs> now I get it's it. True, a couple of times I've made the mistake of saying, okay, but you just calm down. Um, there's no need to get emotional. I'm not being emotional. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it. I thought that was only a problem for men to say it. I didn't know that women weren't allowed to say that too. <laughs> yeah, it got zero to 60 really fast whenever I used that phrase. But it is a lot of emotionalism. There's a lot of, um, if I feel it, it must be true. And you need to bow down to my emotions. And so anyway, so I think that was really helpful. I think James too is really helpful for this whole, the whole episode. Yeah, like yeah, be, all of James. Yeah, it, right. Seriously. Oh, it, yeah. And ne- never read read James because uh, it's it's he, James is the Paul Washer of his time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's a Paul Washer. I love all those Paul Washer memes that are out there. Like, yes, that was really helpful. I'm really thankful that you mentioned all those things. I'm so glad that all of the hate mail that we're going to get about saying the um, national an- or the the. Pledge, oh, the pledge. Yeah, I know. I love how Patrick, you're saying about being temperate, even in our speech, and and um, because we are going to get um hate mail and we are going to get pushback, but we have to be temperate and balanced to be able to share yeah. back with them and yeah. not respond. I, I um I I, I I when when it comes to uh the other ministry that I work for a pastor for, he's got a a fairly large ministry, and I'm. I'm the intake of, of, uh, YouTube comments and, um, uh, and, and, and email, uh, questions. So I'm, I'm, I tend to know his back catalog so I can find messages for him. And, and there are people that, um, (laughs) that are 
unhinged over the smallest things. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, uh, if, if, uh, if John MacArthur believes that uh, you can be saved after taking the mark of the beast, then that, that proves that John MacArthur uh, is, is a wolf in sheep's clothing and you studied under MacArthur. So by implication, you are also a wolf in sheep's clothing or Lord, Lordship salvation. Um, you know, uh, oh, uh, uh, you're adding, adding to the gospel. Therefore uh, you're, you're, you're damned to hell. And uh, th there are times where I, where I, um, um, uh, uh, I've, I've had my Mountain Dew. Uh, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had four hours of sleep. Um, and, 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 my, and, and my response is, is, is tempered and, and well. Uh, but then there are some times where uh, people are just say like, you know, uh, oh, th this is wrong. And here's 37 points to it. And I just want to go, well, I hope you enjoyed this free content. So uh, have a good day. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Go watch your simple. Just keep it. Just keep it simple. Simple yeah. and sweet. When you're not sure, <laughs> when yeah. you're not working on all faculties. That's true, though, because when you're not having enough sleep, when you're not eating, when you're, you know, we, gosh, we just go right into the being in Israel again, going around <laughs> the same desert for eight oh, times. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yep. That's why I'm never too hard on the Israelites. I know. I know. Bless Kaylee's heart when we get to those parts where we're studying in scripture. And she's like, Mommy, why didn't they ever learn? And I'm like, Don't, don't, don't. You don't want to do that to yourself. Just don't. Yeah. Stop Self yourself before palm. you do it. Yes. <laughs> Trust me. Eventually you'll get there and you'll be like, Oh, wait. Now I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now it makes are. sense. Okay. We are going to move on then to heresy. I feel like we recently <laughs> explained like slander. Heresy. <laughs> I don't like heresy. I like. <laughs> Why, why, don't like why don't we Becca. like Harry? Why don't we like Harry? Why don't we like Harry? Likes heresy, no, so if you guys don't know, I collect words. <laughs> and I think heresy like just rolls off the tongue. It usually rolls off of their tongues too as they're saying her heretical comments too. It just rolls right off of their tongue as they go. So it's good. That's Read true. Out, <laughs> okay. Heresy from a Greek word signifying a choice, the opinion chosen, and the sect holding the opinion. I thought this was really bad. I do have uh, a good quote for you guys. I sent this to Blake and it reminded me while you guys were talking. That a faithful person is revealed by those who hate him or her. Are you hated for your faith or ethics? If nobody hates you, maybe you have not displayed Christ openly enough. <laughs> R.C. Sproul. <laughs> oh, I was like, nice. that sounds like a Vadi Bakum, but you're not uh, you're not yelling it at me so that I feel <laughs> feel very small. No, Vadi Bakum was yesterday. Yeah, that's true. But this isn't coming out for a while, so we'll be good. Oh, nobody will yeah, guess sorry, it. sorry, people. Nope, R.C. Sproul. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh snap! I love that in, quote. You just get into a mindset, at least on my part, with all my family. You're like. You're just always getting pushed back. Like you could post the minus thing or minute thing, like a John MacArthur quote that has nothing to do with gifts, tongues, whatever. And bam, you're in a conversation of, do you believe we are demonic? Because yeah. We yeah. I, I, I think that's uh, uh, one of my pastors uh, 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 defined uh, heresy as that too, of, of also lifting up something higher than, what it should have been so that's yes. your that's your only thing and so you know i i believe in continuationism therefore everything i see out there is continuationism right right and it's 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 uh it's a, a it's not even a cage stage version because at some point you get out of the cage hopefully right <laughs> well you should but i'm glad that you said continuationism because if you just said cessationism i would have to be offended and get really angry 
Blasphemy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so it's not on here, but actually one of my favorite um, definitions of heresy is something that goes against orthodox belief. And so I thought that that was really helpful to me to like explain that, okay, we have 2000 years of history. We have a very beautifully well-written Bible that has the ability to um, not translate, but if you're, if you're going to try to understand the Bible, you can use the Bible to understand the Bible because it explains itself, right? Like, so it's not difficult. Um, There are portions of the Bible that are more difficult. That doesn't mean that it's impossible. And so we have 2000 years of church history and we have all of the scriptures. And so we shouldn't have to um, reach very, di- like very hard to see when something is heretical. And so I thought that was helpful. And I think, I think that's helpful too, Patrick, that if you're, if you're taking one thing and you're making it salvation, mm-hmm. if you're making it a gospel oh, issue, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes a lot of sense too, which is what they do with tongues. They say, if you don't speak in tongues and you haven't been saved. So that does make a lot of sense. And I think that's helpful because we hear all the time, you're calling somebody heretical. Where is your evidence that they're doing something that's heresy? And I get that a lot. And I'm like, okay, do you understand the definition of heresy? Is it like, is this something that's been explained to you? Because um, this doctrine here where they're saying that it's okay for such and such to happen and that's not scriptural, it's not biblical. And also it's not something that's orthodox throughout 2000 years of church history. That's heresy. And so a lot of the pushback that we get is just people simply saying, that's not heretical. That's not heretical. This is this is a third tier issue. And I right. sometimes the tiers are really just not helpful. First tier, second tier. <laughs> I know third sometimes tier. the tier. Yeah, I want to do more research on that. But like yeah. when we've posted about like the name that heresy, name that heretic, Lauren and I have like had to research. We've had to cite. We have to find it, and we we listen to not only that little portion, but we go a little bit before, we go a little bit after. Like we're really careful when we're um, coming forth with information about their heresy that's out there, and then we're just sharing. And usually, a lot of, well, not a lot of them, but a few of them, we've actually gone from their actual website, and mm-hmm. and we're able to copy and paste straight yeah. from there. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, it's it's kind of a, a twofold thing. First is uh, this uh, kind of cult of personality, um, which always reminds me of the song, and it's really catchy. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's you know I I have my favorite pastors. Uh, you know the the pastor that I work for. I I, I think the world of him, um, and, and and him and I don't always uh, agree on on everything either. And so uh, there are questions right. that get brought in where I I I give his answer. And then I might say, and there's other perspectives. Uh, but, um, but, but I, you know, I, I don't, I don't like my, my friends and especially my pastor attacked. It, it's, it's one thing to be right. oh, John MacArthur. It's a different thing to be, you know, Patrick Studebaker's pastor. And so, um, that there's, the, the, there's, uh, there's wanting your, your friends to to not be attacked, but then there's, I must protect this person. And it's this kind of white knight attitude that we have where, where we must protect that that, that ministry. And I, I mean, Joyce Myers doesn't need you, you know, she's got her own bodyguards and I, 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 I I highly doubt that uh, she cares one iota of, yeah. How many employees does she have? 500? Yeah. Yeah. Just in Missouri. Or, or, you know, or, 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 or one person, uh, you know, telling another person to go home and, and <laughs> my goodness, I, that's all I, f- I saw on Christian Twitter for like two weeks. I didn't oh, even I see, know. I didn't even see the original clip until, until two weeks later when I'm like, oh, well, um, oh, oh, that's what we were referring to. 
Well, that makes way more sense. Upset. We got yeah. so much. We had we had a pushback on that. As women uh, agreeing with John MacArthur, we made a meme, <laughs> and I even showed it to Lauren. I showed it to my husband. Like we 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 felt like it was still we agree with John MacArthur, and we still got pushback. But we got yeah. that pushback where they were coming to us. They were personally offended. So we kept saying to her, like, you need to DM or PM us. Like, just we will talk with you. Yeah. And she kept not doing it. Like, right. I mean, and do, the... do, sorry. Do, oh, does ahead. anyone no, no, no. honestly care what what anybody else believes as far as like, right. as far as that? So let, let's say that you believe that that women should be preachers and uh, uh, a well-known uh, preacher uh, calls them out and, and you have uh, 200 podcasts that speak against it. So? so? You know, like, like we're we're not taking up arms to then, uh, uh, you know, uh, hang this person and burn their bones and uh, so yes. spread, spread spread their 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 uh, oh, uh, so you know great. ashes out. True. You know, we're not Catholics here. <laughs> All hate mail gets sent to Patrick up. at cave to the cross dot com. We, lo- we leveled up. Nice. No, seriously, that is that is a good point. Seriously, yeah. why is it this huge deal? What does it really, was it really so important yeah. that it's got to ruin your whole day? And, and yeah, that person wasn't even like upset with what we posted. They just it was, didn't It was like a Q and A too. It, I mean, give one or two words to this person, go home. Oh, oh good. I'm, I'm glad yeah. that's defined the, the, the conversation. Right. For weeks, <laughs> for weeks. Yes, it was so, and it was a lot of people that actually would say, okay, well, I agree with John MacArthur, but I just think that the way he said this was just this and that and, and things of that nature. And I'm like, okay, he said two words. Yeah. That's all. He said two words. I don't, how are you reading this much into it? Like at, at some point we do have to give people the benefit yeah. of the doubt, but it is true that these are, these are things that are small, but they're like blown out of proportion. And in the, the that's why we say private messages, just send us a direct message yeah. because it takes away the pride and it, and it, it's not helpful for us. Like just, just so you know, if you're listening and you think, well, that's weird. Um, it would be better for our ratings. If we let you go, if we just let you yes. go to town, yeah. it would boost our ratings yeah. and it would boost our, whatever posts that we're talking about would keep being boosted, but that's not what we're concerned with. Our concern is, is sin. And, and what happens whenever one person comes into a group of like-minded people, with a different view is that everybody's going to jump in, right? And it's going to be a bloodbath. So we say, hey, before everybody else jumps on you, private message us. And that way nobody is tempted into pride. Nobody is tempted into sin. Nobody is sinfully angry or anything like that. And then we can have like a genuine conversation and maybe come to, uh, we we disagree, but we disagree in in love. And that has happened in my private messages where a man actually messaged me and said, you know what, I'm sorry. I was... um, I was harsh. I do disagree with you, but I deleted my comments because I felt like they were too aggressive and they weren't set in love. And then we had a genuine conversation back and forth about the scriptures, about why a woman shouldn't preach. And he, he had his own opinion. Um, and at the end of the day, he was like, I disagree, but this has helped me. Thank you for messaging me. And I was like, this has encouraged me. Thank you for being kind enough to message me, polite enough to have this conversation yeah. without being angry. Like it, like it refreshed yeah. me to just say, okay, I disagree, but this person was disagreeably nicely. That's, that's yeah, great. it so, takes the pressure off. Like it, it does. It's not, not everybody's watching, not all eyes on you and that other person. Right. Yeah. Um, and I learned that. Quick. 
It does. I learned that talking to atheists on Twitter. <laughs> so if, I can't if, do um, Twitter. I need to learn. You're good. It's one of those things too that, um, that I, I, I think that on, on the, on the, the political outlook that we have that seems to be inundated where, where, we, we've gone away, uh, you know, the, the Christian America is dead. You know, the, the, the Christian West is, is dead. It's being supplanted by postmodernism, new, new, you know, postmodernism, post postmodernism, uh, you know, uh, uh, identity politics, socialist warrior. And, and uh, the, the, the world views X as the most influential X of its time. And so, uh, you know, the, the world will blow up if you don't vote or if you, uh, don't pick up, uh, you know, the apple core that, that you, you didn't put in the garbage can and <laughs> you're a, the worst human being that ever existed. If you don't, it, we, we, as, we, as Christian Twitter, as Christian Facebook, as Christian podcasters, as Christian responders, we're, we're matching the society around us and we're responding with the, uh, Ben Shapiro owned glasses, thug life. We, thug life. We, I mean, you know, and, and, and I, I will, I will freely admit those are really fun to watch. And, and there's a lot out of it where it's like, Oh, shut down. Dang. <laughs> it's like, but, but what's been accomplished are, uh, right. you know, if, if, if this is happening, uh, b- between brothers and sisters, uh, are, are we edifying the church in that, in that way? Yes, and, and, exactly. and, uh, I, I will say on on I guess our our end of things where uh, uh, you, you guys do a, a ton of research for for uh, the quotes that you pull so that you know the context and that that you know you can de- decry heresy as heresy. Uh, but there are there are accounts out there, there are websites out there that term themselves as discernment mis- ministries. And when when your ministry is discernment, everything becomes. You know, uh, this person said, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you don't uh, look for the seven blood moons, then, you know, you're 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 damned <laughs> to hell. I wouldn't and, even say and, who. <laughs> and, and, and then you go and, and you you talk about that person. It's like, well, uh, you know, in the Bible, it does talk about blood moons and here's the context. And and it's, you know, t- taken out of proportion. And mm-hmm. and and that, that person says, you know, I will welcome uh, those who believe in blood moons into our church. And it's like, whoa did you hear what he just said? We need to protect the church from this false preaching. So we get it from both sides is, Mm -hmm. is, is the, the, the people that think that they're protecting the church are, are, are cutting it off of the sneeze. And there are those that, uh, uh, want anybody and everyone into the church. And that's not what Christ, that's not what Paul, that's not what James, that's not what the apostles, uh, have declared. In fact, the majority of the new Testament is, uh, here's, here's biblical doctrine. And guess what? Be prepared because soon you're going to have false teachers coming in. That's why we're telling you these false doctrines. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then also have a good church system where at the local level, uh, you can, you can be steadfast. You can be true. You can, um, you can go to your brother and sister who have mm-hmm. offended you because guess what? We're still people and, and right. we'll do that. And, you know, at, at this point in time, we're a church of 2000 years. Church history will teach you that there are no new heresies under the sun. We we've done it all. We've been. Yes. There. I, I I mean, uh, other than uh, Jesus coming back as a Mecca Godzilla, I don't know what more we can add for <laughs> for for blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> and right. so, but but each each iteration of 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 um, response to heresy within church history has pretty much already been done. And so we we said this on on um, uh, when I came on last time, uh, Tulips and Honey episode thirteen. 
number 13, uh, that, that, that Lucky we have the, the, the beauty of church history to, to, to make those mistakes for us. And at some point mm-hmm. we should turn the corner and have, uh, uh, the third great awakening or, 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 or a, a, a further divorce from culture where, where, you know, we, we again are exist in the world, but we're not a, a part of the world so much so that, that we're viewed almost cult-like, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, uh, out in the wilderness from, mm-hmm. from society. So uh, different that, that it's, it's that much of a difference. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's, that's so helpful too, yeah. especially how you're putting it because, if you are taking it from both sides, we have the discern. This is, oh, I'm so glad that you mentioned discernment. Okay. I have actually had people say that they are not willing to listen to rebuke of the people that they would think are good because of the discernment sites. Oh, you're just, you know, you're just listening to discernment sites and you're, you're just slandering and, and this and that. And then there are the people on the other side that will say, you know, you just need to be loving and kind and everybody is okay. And Hindus are going to get in and everything is fine. Just be yeah. loving like Jesus. And, and so there is that balance and we see that balance in scripture. Yeah. Like right, right now in my, yeah, it's a, it's a balance. It's super helpful. Um, I'm in second Corinthians uh, verses one through three this week is what I'm going to be reading re- repetitively. Um, and that, that's the portion where he talks about restoring one that has asked for forgiveness so that they're not overburdened with sorrow over their, over their sin. And so that's a helpful balance. Like you see in, in first Corinthians, Paul is, he's talking about how horrible this thing is that this person is doing. And then in second Corinthians, he's like, you need to restore this brother because you know, he's, it's enough. Like you guys, that's enough. You're, you're tearing them down for no reason. And I think that that is a helpful balance that we don't see in the church, if your full ministry is discernment, I think that it's really helpful to be, to, to look to people who are doing that successfully, like Justin Peters, where he is so filled with love and concern that his discernment never ends up in um, anger or bitterness. But at the same time, you see other places where they're like, okay, this is getting a lot of hits and I need a lot of really good hits. And so I'm going to, I'm going to keep talking about this person. I'm going to beat this dead horse because it gets me a lot of views. And so there is that balance. There's that, that um, give and take, I think is really, really helpful. Um, Especially when we're talking about the the heretics. Well, we're talking about the people who are just flat out, like everybody knows. These are heretics. If we are unwilling to to be balanced, to say, okay, this person, they 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 think Beth Moore is okay. Um, maybe they just don't understand the seriousness of this yet. But they are a genuine believer, and they also prefer to listen to Vody Bakum and Paul Washer. Are we right. supposed to say that that person can't be a part of the church? Because Give them six oh, more no. weeks, and and Give they'll. <laughs> Yeah, they'll they'll be good. They'll, like th- they'll throw away the Beth Moore. Exactly. Yes. It'll. Yeah, it, sometimes it takes time. Yeah. Because yeah. eventually Beth Moore will say something that they find to be yes. too far. Everybody yeah. has their limit. <laughs> yes. And you know what's hard with like bigger name people is I think Stephen Kozar had a really great video recently about going to them and trying to actually like for instance, um, oh, what's that one guy from Bethel? Chris Valaton, he, you know, literally he's like, I'm calling his heresy out because I, I literally can't get a hold of him. So he went through the whole steps of like going to the website. Um, how do I get in contact? It didn't. And then there was like a number from the church that you can try to call. So he's like, this is why I can't get a hold of him. And they even said too, like they don't take personal messages. So yeah, uh, that's how hard it is. But Lauren and I are always like, DM us like yeah 
you can reach us out. Yeah, and that's a, that's a that's a big part of like what we're saying with the Matthew 18 and why we wanted to bring that up is just that like there's a there's a difference between being offended mm-hmm. and calling out a false teacher. And in scripture, we're commanded to fault to call out false teachers. This is something right. that we have to do. Um right. but if you're personally offending somebody, like uh, um I call you a poo-poo head. I mean, that's different. <laughs> and you're offended. Or you're, well, if you are offended by us calling out heresy um, and you're offended by our post, we are still brothers and yep. sisters in Christ, still give us that preference of um, messaging us. But like that Matthew 18, um, you know, if your brother sins against you and it goes through those things, right after it, I noticed in verse um, 21 of that, it's the parable of the unforgiving servant. How many times mm-hmm. do you go and see right. your brother it's, and, and ask for forgiveness? Seven times seven, which is a continuation of forgiveness. Um, it's a continuation. Your continuation is you heard her. You heard her. Put her on the list of continuations. On, on my my paper and quill uh, website, I will denounce her thoroughly. <laughs> I know. What do you think about that? Quill. What? What I say? What I say? I'm curious to know what your thoughts on Matthew is. In depth. Um. In 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 uh in which verse? You all of all of eighteen. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah, like from fifteen. On and then uh, yeah. even into um, twenty-two. So, so either either the interpretation is we're talking about the universal church or we're talking about the local church. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that w- what Christ is is setting up here is for people that know people intimately and are going and and bringing people within that community. So, I this this is a local church, and. Think think about the 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 context 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 of of this verse. Uh, you don't have fifteen churches on the one road that is Church Row that you can hop along and say, "Oh, there's a message in Revelation this week." Oh, uh, there's there's a, a, a Old Testament uh, a youth group that I want to go to in in this one, and and uh, you know you could literally be denied uh, taking communion in half of them and still be able to to uh, take communion in the other one. We, 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 we see that with, um, with, uh, Paul calling out Peter when he, when he goes and sits, uh, at the, at the, only the tables of, of Jewish believers. And he, he, he calls them out and he takes them before, uh, the, 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 uh, administrators and, and, and calls them out. Uh, why? Because what Peter was doing in, in that local location, uh, was hurting, not only the, the the ministry of the local church, but then uh, you know Peter had uh, far extenuating circumstances as well as far as um, uh, his influence, um, and so other people would would emulate that, and so um, Paul, Paul was Paul was uh, calling that out. That makes a lot of sense. That's really helpful. Yeah. And then he talks about it in a letter that's not even to Peter, so that now he's exposing right. it, and and so that that that's a really helpful example. I like that. Yeah. And, and, and th- there's probably stuff that we don't see as well too. It, it, you know, did Paul ask Peter for permission? Like, Hey, uh, you know, I think this is a really good example. Um, you know, can, can I, can I utilize this? Uh, th- th- there's, there's definitely stuff that we, we don't see in scripture that, um, that could provide even more background that, that we probably don't even get to. Oh, I wish that we could have been there to see it. But then, <laughs> I, but then know. I remember how bad it was. For All right, do you want to see that call out? Like, no. I mean, that, that, that is, that, yeah. that is a Paul thug life. Uh, meme oh, right yeah there. i love that too like the idea of just this little squat balding you know guy that he's like is so but i do every time i think about i think about how like the, the scriptures 
they describe his looks, and I'm like, man, it must have been something to see this little this little balding dude be so <laughs> <little> bald. <laughs> just think he got like Vody Bacham. Of course, he's like eight feet tall. Yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> nobody's gonna say anything to him. He's gonna Great. go around do whatever he wants. Nobody is gonna argue with him. That's so funny. Okay, blasphemy. Here we go. Blasphemy. blasphemy. You ready? Y'all ready for the blasphemy? Uh, can, can I can I just uh, say nope. one more person that I think that we yes, we don't uh, recognize as well is the person who is growing in faith. I think oh, about yeah. the the beliefs that I had and Great. and and the people that that I followed at the at the very start of of my my walk. That to I, I I'm I'm not I'm not going to call anybody out and say oh I, I don't think this, but there are people that I outgrew or that, that um, I transitioned away from their interpretation of a certain doctrine. Um, even, even coming to, to, to Calvinism, to reform theology. I mean, I remember listening to uh, very godly people who uh, put in my head that, Oh, well, you know, if, if you believe in Calvinism, what's the point of going to evangelize? Not, you know, not understanding the, the entire history, but I mean, I, I grew up isolated as far as who I could talk to about that because there was no reformed person that, that right. I, I knew that there was anything different about that. So uh, w- when we have people that do like Beth Moore and, you know, Joel Steen and, 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 and stuff like that, uh, if they are believers, we should encourage them to, to come alongside them to, to train them up in the faith. And at some point, uh, you know, they'll, those, those, those false believers will fall away because we're hopefully always turning them back to scripture yes, and that they're right, growing yeah. in their faith. So it could be the only scripture that they hear is from you sitting yeah. down with them and opening the Bible. And yes. yeah, I love that. And graciously, lovingly, because I do remember, and I mention it all the time that whenever I first became a, a Christian, I, I swung in a very opposite direction in a very imbalanced way, swing all the way into Hebrew legalism. And, and that was because I came from a situation of where like the law was, the law was looked down upon. It wasn't something we were supposed to even read. And so I swung in the opposite direction and there were believers that were very patient and loving about it. And they were, they weren't, um, they weren't aggressive. And, and my husband, bless his heart. He was, he was so patient while I was telling him that like, you know, on Sunday we, we can't cook. Because <laughs> we have to go out to eat today. Honey. Day. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but yeah, no. So like, yeah, right. that's, that's really helpful. I think that hopefully I that will that. be a, a blessing. People calm down, be nice. You don't have to be, um, high, you don't have to immediately expect everybody to understand right away as yes. believers. Let them grow yeah. slowly in their own. I like that. Yeah. I, you know, go, go to, go to, um, you know, your church and ask, uh, who you believe have been there for the, uh, for 15 years and, and ask them to explain the Trinity and see if they don't go into modalism. You right. Know, oh gosh. Are, 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 are you willing to, to, to ask Miss Francis, uh, that she's going to hell because <laughs> she can't properly, uh, oh explain gosh. to you that, that, you know, uh, that, the, the 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 being of God is something that you can't just say, oh, it's ice or it's the four leaf clover or whatnot. I know. <laughs> it's an egg. So it's like an egg, you know, yeah. where there's the yolk. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But, Poor Miss Francis. But, 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 she's but, but, not we, but we, before we've seen the, oh, Patrick, that's that's heresy uh, video. That's that's super awesome. I mean, you know, 
I, I don't, I don't honestly think that I would have been like, Oh, I'm clearly speaking blasphemy. I, I understood what, what the Trinity was, but mm-hmm. as I mean, good luck trying to explain it because it is so unique. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so we do, I mean, that, that's, that's how we tell stories as, as Americans were uh, similes and metaphors and po- mm-hmm. poetry. Uh, right. You know, we, we all come uh, with, with that kind of, wanting to anthropomorphize uh um you know harder things because we want to relate to something else right oh i like that we gotta be careful with miss francis you get you can't be going up to her and (laughs) tell people that they're unsaved yeah that's great she 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 did uh uh, james five uh uh, visiting orphans and widows more than you ever did so uh you know that's right (laughs) right Which yeah. is the reason why oh, Miss Francis yeah. is not sure about how to explain that is because while we were yeah. all watching uh, Dr. White videos, she was out feeding <laughs> orphans. So yeah. be nice, right? Be nice. Um, I like to give them preference. Uh, again, it's it's balance of everybody. That right. new believer should understand balance as far as uh, like like an immature teenager. Uh, that believes that they're mature. There's clearly something more that I, that I can learn, and and us too. Uh, I am an unmature believer because I have not re- received my glorified body, and um, right. you know uh, Jesus hasn't slapped me down with uh, with uh, righteous knowledge. And uh, uh, the the people that uh, want to call out uh, blasphemy should should be balanced as well, uh, and not just wanting the clicks or the right. soundbite or you know the 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 likes on on Twitter. And then also the heretic should uh, disown heresy and come to Christ Yeah, and oh, be balanced that, that way. <laughs> also, yeah. I ordered my glorified body from Wish and it was not the same. <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, we're, we're still in blasphemy, right? No, we're, yes, we're going to head to blasphemy now. I love the, um, I love the distinction that's going to be made here because this is really helpful. We see um, heresy being thrown out a lot of times whenever maybe it's not heresy. We see blasphemy being thrown out a lot of times whenever maybe it's not (laughs) blasphemy. And so I'm sorry if you can hear that sound. The producer is getting comfortable under my table. I'm sorry that she keeps doing that. I don't know why she's digging into carpet. Like it's not, she's not going anywhere, but she's digging into the carpet below me. I'm sorry. I hope you can't hear that. But anyway, so blasphemy. Yes. Um, Becca, can you give us the definition? Sure. The Old Testament, at least five different Hebrew verbs are translated to blasphemy in English translations. Um, translators choose blasphemy when, for instance, the verb curse, revile, or despise are used with God um, as the object. Um, no special verb is reserved for using or for cursing insults directed of God. Um, power to curse or insult. I can keep going. This just yeah. keeps going. Like I'm in, I'm in D. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So it's funny to me that like uh, growing up, we heard this, this sort of as if it was, as if it was something clear and obvious, right? So um, there must be one verse in scripture where the word blasphemy is used and then it's explained. And, and so it, it's different in scripture in the original language than what I would have expected yeah. it to be. But what we do see at least is the like the donate the donate don't donate the denotation of what we're looking for. I don't think I said that word right, but <laughs> it's okay. Definition. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but we got a lot. I I just put it. I <laughs> I'm looking at the outline now and I'm going, oh crap! I did this wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. You're just fine. No, what what but we're saying five here? Different instances. 
Yeah. And so, and that's just in the old Testament, but what we're seeing yeah. is actually just like the, the worst of, 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 of this term would be to curse God. And so I think okay. we yeah. see that whenever Jesus is talking to us about the Holy spirit in the new Testament. And so something that's blasphemous uh, yeah. would be to revile, to oh, despise, man. to curse. And, and so um, if we took this into uh, a non-biblical context, like if you were to despise pineapple on pizza, like that would be you're not winning this is this she is projecting the hurt (laughs) (laughs) of all the winnings of team becca i am so sorry i totally forgive you seven times seven seven times 77 but we can we can put her under church discipline because uh, we are two witnesses (laughs) we're two witnesses Full circle. It came full circle. People thought, okay, under here, people thought Jesus was accused of blasphemy for pronouncing forgiveness and proclaiming a unique relationship with God. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I mean, you know, uh, come on uh, from, from the perspective of, of a Pharisee, uh, Mm -hmm. you, you've, you've been taught that, uh, you know, God God pronounces the law and there's this random dude out in this field after knowing better, picking up sticks and God's like, we just talked about this. We just <laughs> talked about this. Right? All right. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I am Yahweh. So uh, that person has to be cut off from his people. So, you know, kill him. And so when you see what you believe as uh, a work done on the Sabbath, thinking back to that, I mean, that makes logical sense. It wasn't, I, it, yes. Uh, it, some of the Pharisees were, were, were um, worried that Jesus would would pull the multitude away right. from them, and you know uh, clearly this this poor carpenter couldn't be uh, you know can, can anything good come from Nazareth? Uh, uh, you know it's it's got to be someone from them. It's got to be you know a King David that that rises to the occasion, and it's got to be one of them. So, right. but you know then you have you have Nicodemus who's probably in that group that that comes to to Jesus in secret mm-hmm. and wants to learn more. What, what is this person saying? Am, am I, am I obtaining them, uh, their, their teaching correctly? And you know, you, you must be born again. I, I don't understand. Clearly I can't crawl back inside my mother, but let me explain that more. And so he, he was open to it and it doesn't seem like up until crucifixion that Nicodemus really comes to saving faith. Not that, at least right. that we see, um, right. that's absolutely an argument from silence, but that's, that's when he pops back up again. Right, right. Yeah. No, and we and we there's actually I love the the fact that we have so much like rec- recording stuff after the fact, but there's somebody mentioned by his name and I can't remember if this is mentioned by Josephus, but it was a wealthy man named Nicodemus who lost all of his money and his family because he w- chased after Christ. And so yeah. I wonder I we don't know, but I mean, how yeah. many people could be named Nicodemus? I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, was that a popular name? But I love that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a really helpful explanation of it, though. Yeah, but, uh, read Hebrews. Hebrews is a message to uh, supposed Jewish believers that are going back to the temple, that are going back to the sacrifice. And whoever the author of, of uh, let's see, uh, we said John MacArthur was the author of Hebrews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, that's right. So when, when, when Johnny Mac said, you know, what are you returning to? That the old, that the old way has, has, has been done away with. We have the more perfect way. Uh, and that's through Christ. What are you returning back to? Mm-hmm. The, we, we, we don't understand the social 
uh, uh, centrality of temple worship for Jewish people in that time. That was a huge declaration of 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 uh, going away from your roots of being in Roman occupied territory. You're pretty much saying, you know, well, I'm I'm done with being persecuted against from from these people that will burn down the temple, and I'm just gonna go back and do the easy thing, right? The easy right. thing is the easy thing because it is easy. But here is the author of Hebrews saying that there's there's nothing for you there, and if if you continue to go back there, you were you were never of us, and and that's where you get into Hebrews six, and I won't get into into that discussion <laughs> well you you already got into the discussion of who wrote hebrews so <laughs> this is already going to be a controversial topic but we did I'll, I'll put a poll up top there guys if you want to uh, vote on who you think wrote hebrews and a while back i asked only wrong answers who wrote hebrews and and yeah j mac was <laughs> answer but it's helpful to see too how this connects if we look at if we're going to compare this to the transubstantiation that we talked about in the beginning you look at the, the exact same thing the hebrews are doing we still see that sort of behavior the hebrews were going back to the temple yep. they wanted the sacrifices again they wanted to go back to the same old ways and we see that in in catholicism where they're going back to um like they're bringing Christ down, having him re-sacrificed and all those things. And so, like you said earlier, there's no new heresies. There's nothing new under the sun. This is all just regurgitated stuff that we've already yes. seen. But we see that this, this blasphemy, this idea that you're going to despise the sacrifice of Christ and go back to the, the temple worship, the temple sacrifice. Yeah. That is blasphemy because you are despising what you've been given that forgiveness of right. your sins in Christ. And so that's a helpful distinction too. Blasphemy is not whenever somebody says that they are a continuationist and you're a cessationist. That's not blasphemy. That's not the same thing. Not the same. <laughs> it's not blasphemy to say that yeah. John MacArthur wrote Hebrews. That's different. So like, you know, put your blasphemy stamp down for a second and consider yeah. the actual definition. Words matter. Yes. Words have meaning. And yeah. it's important that we address those meanings. Yeah. And, and, and was, what, what is it centered around? It's centered around the gospel. It, it, right. it it's, it's, you know, I, I don't want to say, uh, take the mere Christianity approach that, that kind of C.S. Lewis did, but I, I think it's a helpful first tier, second tier, third tier, a distinction of of when when we say heresy, what are we saying we're being heretical of? And it's the gospel. And so you have things like Galatians one, where where Paul says, You are damnable men because you just add, yes, yes, be a Christian, but you got to be a Jew first. And so the Judaizers were condemned by Paul as going to hell for just just that little bit. Hey, uh get get circumcised, uh you know, keep a proper diet. How hard is that? Well, it's so hard that it puts enmity between you and God. Right. So it, it's not just returning back to temple worship. It's also, you know, uh, uh, a, a, a simple thing, especially for women. So, you know. <laughs> it's way easier for yeah. women, that's actually. Just, that's just diet, that's right? one of those things. Yeah, that's it. All you do. <laughs> but I do. I love that that, pers- that point to, to explain that. Like, it's, it's something that might be seen at the time as little, as small, no big deal. But in reality, anytime that you add works to the gospel, that is yeah. blasphemy. You are despising blasphemy. the gift. Blasphemy. You're despising the gift given. You're reviling the gift given. It's not enough. You have to add to it. And actually, on the way home from our trip, 
um, because it was my birthday, they had to put up with this. We read David Brainerd on the way home. And so um, we got to, we were reading through the part where he's explaining that he, he is at this point in there, it's 1739 and he's about to be saved, but he's not saved yet. And he's talking about this, that he wanted his way to be the way to salvation. He wanted to get there through his his prayer and his scriptures and all that stuff. And he's saying that he's going out into secret duty and he's he's trying to he's trying to bribe the judge to give him this this salvation. You know, he's adding to salvation works and he's angry about the path. And he lists four different things that make him angry against God. And one of those is that the way to salvation isn't the way he wanted it to be. He wanted to add this in. And then of course, when he gets saved and he says, all things were were new to me. And he said, he couldn't imagine. He said, if all the ways that I ever wanted to salvation were acceptable, I would still want this way. This is the best way. This is the only way to salvation. And so it's interesting how the carnal heart, the, the lost man, it, it doesn't want that way, that one way to salvation. It wants to find any other way. And all of the other ways that we can add is to despise that free gift. So I think that's really helpful. I love that. I love that scripture yes. given. Okay. We just have a couple of more things here on this list. Righteous judgment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we judge? Judge not. That's literally the name of the title. We've been doing definitions because it's helpful, but... This is the actual point. Do we judge to judge or not to judge? What is righteous judgment and how do we do it? Right. We, we, we don't judge for incorrect uh, uh, appropriation of, of where, where we're coming at. If we're doing it inconsistently, if we're doing it to uh, uh, poke our, our fellow brother, then yes, we do not judge. We do not condemn. That, that's the word being used here uh, for uh, Matthew 7. And, uh, you know, everywhere uh, back in the 90s, you saw John 3.16 being held up in stadiums and everything like that. I think Matthew 7 is the most widely known scripture now because uh, so many people yep. have left the church and have brought just judge not. It's not even the whole yep. one that you'd yep. be not judged. Come on, at least finish finish verse one. They don't even have the rest of it. Either. So yeah, it's true. But but look at what what the the rest of it is in context. It's talking about uh, you, you know you see a speck in your brother's eye, but you don't notice the log in your own. But then it says, "Hey, you hypocrite! First, take the log out of your own eye, then you can see clearly to then help your brother." So yes, we we once once we judge ourselves appropriately and and by what standard, scripture of course, we take it out and then we go to our brother and say, "Hey." Uh, I, I, I think, uh, continuationism might not be the best thing. Let me, let's, let's have coffee and sit down and, and, and do this. Right. Now, again, a log versus a spec is continuation a problem. Yeah, it can be, you know, if, right. if you believe that God can reveal, uh, a, a continued word that, that, uh, after, you know, uh, revelation, uh, right. insert number revelation. here, mm-hmm. then, then you continue on with your own writings that you've got from God. Uh, you know, that th- that's an issue that, that that's a discussion. Mm-hmm. But uh, within certain traditions, uh, um, there's a belief that at the end times, God, God will will uh, renew things like the gift of tongues, as in languages, and and I, I, you know, not, not even the most uh, strict uh, uh, cessationists would say that God is unable to give someone the ability to know an unknown language. Right. Right. So. Right. So let us let us not be hypocritical in our condemning. But uh, it, uh, let's see. Um, 
Oh, I, I lost my notes here. But uh, later on within this chapter, uh, what is 14 and 15, 15, 16, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing inner, who are inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. How, how will I recognize them? By their fruits? How do I see their fruits? Well, I will judge them. Judge them. Yeah. Yep. And in, in yeah. the sense that I'm not, I'm not, can, I'm not condemning them, but I'm seeing, comparing what they say to what scripture says, mm-hmm. uh, where is the imbalance? Is it, right. is it in me or is it in them? Or am I misunderstanding? And, and you have, you have this through, throughout the New Testament too. Uh, uh, Jude, First uh, Galatians, First Corinthians three. Uh, the, these are these are leaders of the church saying, "Hey, you need to be grounded in objective scripture to know what standards you're going to um, c- uh, come by." Because, like Jude, is essentially proto Gnosticism that will rip the church for 150 years that will continuously respond to um, as as a ch- as a church body. And so, what are, are we just to then say? Oh, uh, if you believe that uh, uh, Christ is a, a demiurge and he didn't have a physical body and uh, you should not procreate and you should deny um, uh, eating food so that you die at an early age, should we just be okay with that and say, yep, Christian orthodoxy, just like uh, the Trinity is, just like uh, the, the soul sacrifice of Christ, equal, equal terms? Or are, are we using objective standard that's not, we're not condemning, Christ is the one that can condemn. But are we judging appropriately? Are we removing the plank from our own eye and saying, oh, I've, I've never seen that before. Let me see if I'm in error or if there's a reason I haven't seen that before. All right. So judge yourself first yeah. and then, then you can go forward and, and, right. and help your brother yeah. out. Like basically it's yeah. a helping your brother out kind of thing. Right. So if, if I'm I think if, there, if your first response is to say, I have a problem with that instead yes. of saying, oh, yeah, okay. It, right. you know, which which is the immediate reaction to take a breath or to and search for scripture and see see what what you might be missing or is it to immediately respond right yeah exactly. definitely anytime i've immediately responded especially online i've regretted it so <laughs> yes. i learned i learned to take uh take a deep breath and and as friendly calvinist once told us sometimes it's okay to wait a full 24 hours until you respond but mm-hmm. i think the um helpful example of this would be if you are let's say that you are a particular discernment person you're out there and you're writing discernment blogs but in your own personal life you're not saved and you're a complete womanizer or whatever it is you want to say and you're writing discernment blogs against Todd Bentley. This is not judging righteously, right? Like you are doing the very thing that you are judging somebody else for. That would be um, judging somebody for something you've already done. You haven't taken that, that of course that would be an example of non-brothers helping non-brothers. So maybe that's (laughs) not helpful. Um, Maybe I should pick something a little bit less exaggerated, but if I'm, uh, let's say I'm teaching a small group, I'm teaching a small group and I have men and women in my small group. Now I am going through scripture bit by bit because that's how I would do it if I was doing this. And there's small, there's in a small group, there's a couple of husbands in here. I'm not supposed to be teaching these husbands scripture, but I'm doing this. But then on my free time, I am telling everybody that will listen that what Beth Moore is doing is just apprehensible. Um, so apprehensible, reprehensible, apprehensible is a different word. (laughs) (laughs) Reprehensible. Okay. So see that, that would be like an example of something where I need to not be doing this very thing, 
before I am addressing it with somebody else. And yeah. so it, it's helpful to view it from a perspective of what are you struggling with in your own personal sanctification? In we, we tend to be more aware of that in other people whenever we see that kind of behavior. So if I'm being a total brat to my husband and then I see a woman, you know, out, out and about, and she's just being a monster, I tend to be like, well, at least I'm not that bad. You know, yes. <laughs> see, it could be worse. That's not a yes. good way. To... That's why people like reality TV. Yeah. It's always it, a it, comparison. Good. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a, a one time that um, I, I was uh, at work and uh, this, this older, much older gentleman uh, had a, a, some sticker that was like, uh, you know, if, if, if you want to keep your money, don't be married. I, I don't remember what it was essentially, <laughs> but that's essentially what it said. And he shows it to me. He goes, ah, what do you think of that? I go, I, I don't know. I love my wife. And he's like taken <laughs> aback and he's like, well, uh, well, I do too. And I go, oh yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> just, just that, just that. And he just puts it in his pocket and like, you know, Gotta think about it now. <laughs> yeah. Do, do do I love my wife? I I mm-hmm. love telling people. I, I I just had a conversation with this young twenty five year old kid about he he's worried about he 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 may be wasting his life about uh, uh, waiting for somebody. And I'm just like I get to talk about my relationship. That's I'm, you know proof of God exists because I am married. So right. I'm I'm yeah. just heap upon coals upon his head there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, seriously. I love that. That is such a great, I have, I get so excited. I feel so bad. The whole, like half of our conversation that I had on the bar, com, like the bar podcast when he had this on was like me just talking about my husband. And at the end, Dwayne was literally like, I, I wish I could talk to your husband. I, I, <laughs> this guy, And I was like, I know he should be the one doing these podcasts. But um, yeah, no, I totally, that's why I totally get like, I, I'm seriously like, God, God is, already blessed us more than we deserve but it's a good point to show like are we are we um are we really out there saying these things like the sticker what would be the sticker that you would be showing people of all the stickers (laughs) of all the stickers like or what are you doing like what what are you seriously doing (laughs) showing people and and do we know that we are hypocrites who are are uh, daily picking up our cross and sacrificing ourselves on a daily basis yep. and, and, and staying away from things that we will stumble in or that will cause us to stumble. Uh, um, the, the, uh, James one says, uh, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness, the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. That's what we should continuously point back to is the scripture. Yes, I'm a hypocrite. Why? Because I am comparing myself to the perfect word of yep. a righteous judge who, who has no evil in him. And yes, I, I am I am hypocritical every moment of my life. And 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 I it's it's only God through his sovereign grace and power that I am able to to slay the old man and put on the new man. But you really shouldn't uh, you know, uh, uh, you, you shouldn't drink gr- grape juice. It should only be wine. <laughs> third tier, third tier, non-essential. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really a helpful example too. Like if we're comparing ourselves to the people who are, or doing things like that, or making those kind of examples, you're going to be, it's going to be a lot easier to be puffed up. Like your pride right. is a lot easier to puff up out in the world. But whenever you compare yourself to that scripture, it's, you're, you're just you're going to be 
mauled over by humility every time you do it. So that's a, that's a really good example of what we should be doing instead of comparing ourselves to the reality. I like that. That reminds me of Martin Luther, my favorite Martin Luther quote. Uh, we need to hear the gospel every day because we forget it every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, I love that we, for, uh, we ourselves, we forget it. We're a clean slate when we wake up or whatever. <laughs> that's they say. that's <laughs> why I try re- to stay reboot. asleep as long as possible. Because if I sleep <laughs> through the day, then I'm just slothful. And that's one sin. So yeah. that's right. It's only one instead of all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we, we 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 talked about this uh, before the podcast started. I don't know. It depends on when you're going to push the the play button for this. But when when we look at the Old Testament, but why aren't we just given a, a list of rules only? We're given people's lives who who fell, who uh, who were done, uh, who who did inappropriate, ungodly, the worst things. King David broke all ten commandments in a single in a single bound, and yet he goes and 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 says, "Who is this man?" that has stolen the, sh- the sheep, the, 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 the single person's uh, single sheep, I will go and kill that man. And Nathan cuts to the heart and says, that man is you. And I know that because God has told me, here's scripture. And it's boom, completely. I am undone. I'm a, I'm a man of unclean lips, as, as yeah, Isaiah 6 yeah. says. Like the, that when, when Isaiah, the, the prophet, stands before Christ on the throne, and 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 uh, is shown his his power and might. He he cannot stand. He he knows even even with the mouth of the of a prophet, he has unclean lips. That's what we should be, and we should give uh, uh, that same type of of loving uh, balance to the people that we interact with. And when when heresy is heresy, we need to call that out because. Uh, people's souls depend on hearing yeah. hearing the gospel. We, yes, it, it's it's always based on on God and, and His sovereignty. But God enters into a relationship with us where we should present the most accurate gospel as possible, and we should want to preserve His word. And there, the the aberration should be, oh well, uh, you know, uh, Mormonism is weird, right? Be 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 like gods. Well, that's clearly not Christianity. Not welcome, brothers. Welcome, come on over. Right. Uh, yeah. if, if if you don't pl- practice polygamy, uh, you'll be damned to hell. As a man, I really enjoy that, so uh, yeah, I will support that. <laughs> I don't see how any. This is this is totally off track, but I have said this for years. I don't understand why any man would want more than one husband. Or I one know. Wife. Like, are you? Have you? Have, have you ever been married? Are you sure that you yeah. want more than one wife? Because I am. All, I'm like. I'm a lot to handle. My poor yes. husband. Like he spent the whole weekend taking me to museums. Like, how are you going to do that with more than one wife? That would be just terrible. Oh, man. At at least with cults, they break you down so you're not an individual anymore. Then then they're more (laughs) easily manipulated. Yeah, I think you have five of the exact (laughs) same. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. But I do think that that's really helpful that you just showed exactly the balance that we're talking about. Yes, we're going to talk about heresy, but also we're, we're... we're supposed to be we're supposed to be balanced in this and do it in love. Whenever and we I, say I, the word balance, I hear Star Wars. Sorry. After a strike. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's under 15 seconds, maybe. I'll check. I'll check before I post this. Okay. So I think we covered everything on our list down yeah. here. We're ready for some shenanigans and then we're gonna let our brother get to sleep because bless your heart. No, I think so. I'm already too worked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's fun. I'm it's, so it's, excited it's, with this topic. It's 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 great enough because uh, I'm I'm doing videos for the pa- the the pastor that I work for in James. I just started James. Uh, I just had my my current pastor at my church uh, uh, talk about John seven as uh, having a, uh, un- a balanced righteous judgment uh, towards people. I'm like, wow. all right, God, I I, I get it. Uh, you you got me. Like I'm I'm paying attention Perfect. now. I'm I'm with yes. so. Yes. I know we brought you in to be like our our the the brother be getting to actually like bring the scripture and so God was like well I better prepare him because I've got to like I'm just, I'm <laughs> he'll just need it trust me yeah, <laughs> yeah saying, he knows where he's sending you he's blessing yes. poor little ladies oh, on wait, the before, show before we go okay. shenanigans we're ready for shenanigans Patrick, we already know your opinion about pineapples so we're not going to worry about that we're we're good with the pineapples we'll be pizza. keep him in prayer everybody keep him in prayer. And, and it's funny. Uh, I, I'm, I only respond the way that I do because of how you respond. So, uh, it's, 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 it's your beam and my spec. So <laughs> like that. Yeah. I like meat lovers so, and stuff crust. So oh, I like yeah. that. Oh, stuff crust. We, we ordered that while we were in the hotel. We, we, we ordered stuff crust. We haven't stayed in a hotel for several months. And so I was like, what do I forgot how to eat food in hotels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You have to order right. it. Do you t- do you, you, you rest the food on your stomach in the box, and then you just kind that's of right. like, try and use your hands as least as possible. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> 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 we did. We ordered stuffed crust, and I was like, oh, I forgot how much I like this. Because, you know, it's sort of extremely fattening, so I don't, I don't order I it. I know. All that cheese. Uh, I have a good question. It's for the audience, too. Do you want to go first? Ooh, no, I want you to go, go first. first. Okay. Um. It's movies. I've been movies a lot. Oh, man. I have a movie one for you. Darn. Oh, yay. Well, you can do it, too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Here's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Nacho Libre or Napoleon Dynamite? I'm going to say that I tend to quote Napoleon Dynamite more. Oh. So much so that that, that I've, I've, I used to do it. uh, I, I did it because it was funny. Then it got annoying. So I did it unironically or no ironically and then i swung back to unironically <laughs> because no one remembers that movie anymore <laughs> i know it's so true i love it's napoleon dynamite. we we quote it all the time on here yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, I would have to pick napoleon dynamite but i know that paul yes. washer did say that uh nacho libre was his favorite <laughs> i know it's hard picking right i don't even know which one i would pick i can't my brain is like Ooh. but it was your question <laughs> i know it's like one. a question Ah, oh, it's so hard. Cause my favorite scene is in Nacho Libre when he like he eats the the egg yolk or the whatever the bald eagle yolk, and then he farts co- going off, <laughs> going into the water. He, he's like propelled by his fart. <laughs> wow. Um, is that your is that your choice? Then you pick yeah, you pick that. Nacho Libre. Okay. <laughs> Patrick, what is your what is your solo shenanigan question? Uh, my shenanigan is. Uh, shenanigans uh what what is a movie from your childhood that scarred you Ooh. i can answer oh that i know immediately yeah, yeah me too go for it becca you go uh the original it <sighs> terrified <sighs> terrified one it's a good yeah. point um i i mine was the candy man um i shouldn't i, I shouldn't <laughs> you guys are like really what what at what age did you watch the Candyman? 
I was I was six. Oh, Silence of the Lambs was really bad too. Yeah, I was I was. Oh, Silence of the Lambs was really scary. I didn't see it until I was maybe like ten. But when I was six, I was spending a summer. Um, it was the last summer that I ever spent with my with my um, my dad, and I guess maybe my mom hadn't fully vetted the movie choices that he was planning on. And whenever I realized it was a scary movie, I was too scared to go back in my bedroom. And and so uh, father of the year there, he kept <laughs> watching it. And I don't remember anything else except for the bees. <laughs> I don't know the plot, but I do know that I was scared for like a month. But when I saw it, I was so scared that I refused to watch the end of it. And then whenever I was finally old enough and I watched the end of it, I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Weren't you completely disappointed that it's a glowing bug? Yeah. It's a bug. It's a a spider from space that is glowing in its stomach. And this is not scary. This this (laughs) movie scared me for years. And now I see it. I'm like, this is dumb. But I'm still not going to watch the new one. (laughs) What about you, Patrick? What movie scarred you? It's going to be Bambi. Yeah. Bambi? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I never understood that the mom got killed. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, because it, it happens off screen. Now, land before time, that oh. kill that kills the mother. It just it drops it right there and there's yeah. like scar that's like uh <gasps> gonna chomp down on or uh, oh, sharp true. tooth. Sharp tooth, sharp I think, tooth. is the yeah. uh, my, my my movie that scarred me was The Secret of Nim. Oh, I love the Secret of Nim. Yeah. Cause oh. like like her child is dying. Uh she gets oh. like smacked around through the whole film. Yeah. Um there, there's does. like the, the the old magic uh, mice with uh, with like glowing eyes, and it's it's super dark. It, it, it it's uh, it's kind of uh, the mouse version of Never Ending Story, right. where I'm uh, I'm really scared, but I'm going to continue to watch this. I know. Do you like Dan? Is it Don Bluth or Don Bluth? Bluth. Yeah, Bluth. Yeah. Bluth. Yeah. I love his stuff. Do you think he's going to come out with the the what's that new? Uh, that Dragon's one? Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, yeah. I think he got the funding for it. Did he? Yeah, because yeah. he was crowdfunding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He did. Lauren, he did. Um, Land Be- Land Before Time. Uh, yeah. And American Tale. Um, Bible Goes West. She's okay. looking at me like she. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Land Before Time. You guys, that one? Yeah. You guys are. Uh... Uh, he did Anastasia as well. All dogs oh, go to okay. heaven. All dogs. I remember all dogs that's go a, to that's heaven. That's another one. Like, so the movie's called All Dogs Go to Heaven, but not all dogs go yeah, to heaven. That's right. Who's the bulldog <laughs> that goes to hell? Thank you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the title lies to you. It's a lying title. Seriously, <laughs> that that movie really confused my opinions about what heaven. And hell <laughs> <were>. <laughs> I know that is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> what's your question? Well, I don't have a I don't have a question about movies. I feel like I should pick one about movies, but I don't have one about movies. Does your I, does your have commas? I don't think so. <laughs> does it? Could 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 you add like uh, how fortune cookies? You're supposed to add something at the end. It's like in movies. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'll just add a little comma. And I like to make them as complicated as I can, just to upset Becca. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> because I'm trying I'm trying to think of ones for the audience. And right, yeah. You, words like you need short, short, <laughs> concise ones, and I'm all over here like how complicated. <laughs> like you, she was a kid that was, that would purposely color outside the lines. That's true, <laughs> and the walls, and yeah. I know. Um, I was a brat. So let's see here. What I was hoping was that you could tell us, Patrick, what the weirdest comment was that you've gotten back. And so, like, I know that you you talked about the flatters people who come and I was hoping maybe you could tell us uh the weirdest oh, one that man. you've gotten. 
Because I can tell you the weirdest one that I've gotten. I know, I know one from us. But... Yeah, I, I get a lot. So, uh, so <laughs> let, let me let Here's me just give five. you the generalities. So, so there's there's the flat earthers. Uh, there's the Sabbatarians who who um, don't understand that the Lord's Day was a different day than the Sabbath, and right. you should uh, go back to the Sabbath. Um, uh, I, I really want to do a blog post on this uh, uh, because I want the hateful comments. But um, no matter where you stand on end times, like sure. like I was saved on 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 end times uh, uh, books, you know the Left Behind mm-hmm. series. I, I I can't even get into the subject anymore of eschatology. Other than we'll just oh, come back. Yeah. Yes, that's all I know uh, because I've interacted with with people who will condemn everybody to hell yep. if you don't honestly believe every single detail of, of what they believe yep. uh so the, true. those are those are always always fun yeah they're hardcore those yeah. are some hardcore folks that's i loved what um danielle's husband she said that her husband says he's a he's a pan millennial everything will pan out in the end i'm an L millennial i'm a millennial that should be a shirt <laughs> <laughs> Could be Let's either or. It. I'm Let's not really that. sure. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. <laughs> um, okay. I just recently was told by a Muslim that I was going to hell because I was believing in Jesus. That's the weirdest comment I've ever gotten. I don't know how they found boy band Jesus. Do we even know what boy bands are? I know. I didn't understand. Um, but yeah, it was really weird. And so uh, that's my, I deleted that's it. Yours? Then, <laughs> then he proceeded to try to proselytize on our page. And I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. Not happening. Nope. Nope. nope, nope. Had, do you remember that one guy who thought we were somewhere else? I think that some, or someone else. That yes, that <laughs> was. He was like, he was on our YouTube and he was in our Facebook group. And it was like, <laughs> so I was like, you're yeah. a hot mask guy. Yeah, he unfriended us, and then he sent me an apology message. He was, yeah, I'm me sorry. Too. I thought you guys were a different podcast. I was arguing <laughs> with somebody else. Oh, oh man, that's like calling heart. your teacher mom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I'm super angry. Uh, oh, I am in the library. I should not be angry here. <laughs> I, um, I, I have made a mistake, and I <laughs> is what I would say if you were the person that uh, had yes. made comments that I am referring to. <laughs> and I think he still follows us and he liked your stuff. Yeah, he was, I, he was really nice after I'll that. take viewers by guilt. Uh, you know, I grew up Catholic. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I believe we need more guilt. guilt. <laughs> you need more cave to the cross. That's yeah. right, we do. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, I know you like to listen to. That's right. <laughs> One of my favorite comments, though, uh, I, 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 um, I, I, we were doing the one shots and I didn't have like a, a daily uh, post that, uh, that uh, I know everyone wants to get from gave the cross. Uh, and so I, I posted the article of like, where did we get our name? Because so many people were like, uh, right. do you believe in cavemen? Is, is that why do you believe that we evolved <laughs> from monkeys? It's like, how do you, yeah, yes, that, that, that's where we got the name from. That's but, why. uh, they didn't but, watch the little video, uh, you know, the little video, it's all right there. Uh, but, uh, one of, uh, our, our mutual, uh, Twitter followers, uh, said, oh, I thought it was because you, you were, you were experiencing the cross and so you caved to it. I was like, oh. man, that is super good. Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. Yep. Going with that Double line. entendre there. Yeah. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> right. That was how I planned it. Totally like you, you noticed it. 
so funny. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all we have for you today, Humblebees. Don't forget to follow Cave to the Cross Apologetics. Patrick, our resident brother bee, thank you so much for joining us. This has been an absolute blast. We have been so blessed by your podcast and by your support for our podcast. And just so everybody knows, just because we have podcasts, we are not in competition. We are all on the same team. We are all sharing oh. the gospel in different forms, in different ways. But um, Patrick's Patrick's podcast is better than ours, so go check it out. It's not no, a competition, I, I, but I, we're losing any better. I, 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 I'm so proud of both of you for what you've oh, done, wow. for what you've built. I, I, I honestly am so excited when um, I, I, I see your episodes come out. And again, I wait, I wait for the YouTube video so I can see you guys. So um, I, I honestly love your ministry, and it's it's needed. And like I said, I I was trying to add more women into my repertoire to to understand perspectives that that I hadn't um, thought of before. And uh, your your podcast is uh, hit it out of the water. And so I will say, there is this thing called Patreon that Becca does not like to to uh, promote, and that Lauren does not like to mention. And I'm just saying, tulips and honey on Patreon. Uh, there's the fifteen dollar one. Uh, I would suggest that one a month. Uh, but you know, give what you can. Oh, you're so sweet, brothers. Thank you. And if you guys don't know, we're gonna keep having him on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, unless if you send enough letters, and then I will stay away and just uh, be a nuisance in the in the live videos. It's it's very distracting. That's the best part. The the nuisance. Well, and everybody. But if you guys want to check out Cave of the Cross, we're gonna link that below and let us know because we're gonna keep having him on um, our brother B segment. So let us know if you want him to address another thing that we can break down in scripture and yeah, have him on. And Patrick, is this? Are you going to post this over on yours too? Or is this is a crossover, yeah? I, I, right? I, I don't want to. I don't want to be in competition with you. So just uh, just uh, shoot me the stuff, and I will post along you with it. you and promote you guys. Boop, boop. Oh, you'll you'll you. get okay. our you'll get our three viewers, which will be two two of them are you. So you have like five hundred subscribers <laughs> on YouTube. Yes. That's fantastic. Okay, I'm going to close down, but I got to tell you one more thing, Patrick. Before we let you go to sleep, I'm going to close this all out. So okay, thank you for listening, humblebees. God bless you. We love you. Bye. Buzz buzz. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, humblebees. This is Tulips and Honey. Over now. I think that diamond still needs a little more polish. Yeah. Here, though. Maybe it'll open on my computer. Computer. Let's well, you know, if you would just be prepared. Sorry. Got it? My allergies are so bad. Oh. But I'll look super emotional throughout the whole episode. So great. <laughs> you people are mean. You ruined my childhood. How dare you? You ruined my childhood. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> kind of creepy that's right i'll declare a healing on your emotional scars yeah thank I was you, just, I was thank just you texting brother lauren, was it yesterday the day before i was out for a walk and i was like lauren pray that i don't get sick like message joyce meyer yes. pardon a good word <laughs> we do that all the time now and oh. it's like i had such a rough day
but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Share. I don't want Share to for the world. <laughs> I don't it's want so true. Oh, awkward no, no, no. turtle. Awkward turtle. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I'll edit all of that out. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Yay. We're going to have so much pooper oh, roll stuff, though. I oh, my Damn. gosh. It was so bad. It was just so bad. I'm convinced that all of us, like, super socially awkward nerds just become podcasters because we don't want to have to go outside of our homes. <laughs> I, I get to go down in my basement. Uh, I, I hear myself talk. Uh, I can edit my words so that I sound yep. super smart. And yep. uh, I release uh, on my own time. That's right. We do what we want. Yeah. We do what, do we, what want. we want. I hate I know Facebook is... I can't it's the it. Toby of the office. That's what Facebook is. <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? Okay. I'm sorry. We can-